What is it with this one child's brain? Yes, I know. Crazy. A child's brain. They don't want to meet the modern Einsteins? Hell no. The Spacelings want to meet Robin Williams, but now it's too late. Or is it? They can talk to ghosts just as well, you know, they want to meet your Bobcat Goldplates. Your Whoopi Goldbergs. Bill Hicks's. George Carlin's. The great minds of your planet are not scientists, they are spiritualists. Existentialists. People who love people. Spacelings are people, just like you or I they are living creatures that deserve respect and love. We won't be meeting them because we can't even treat our pets like they are our equals. Just because they cannot get their own food due to being trapped within our abodes instead of running free, we look down upon them. Just because they are stuck there to amuse us. And can we euthanize them just because they're ready to go? Not really, we have to lie and claim they're incontinent if we want them to go early. We're going to do that soon if my fur babies don't overcome the loss of the main fur baby TM. They spent their entire lives together, the trio I have. In fact, it should be a quartet of felines, but unfortunately when I divorced my one and only ex-husband, he took one of the babies with him. God says he gave her up for re-adoption somewhere along the way and now she's with a loving mother that's not me, but I tell you my babies would have lived much, much longer if she'd stayed part of our group. And now that the oldest one has gone to the other side, they're not really alive. I'm giving them three weeks to decide otherwise, but if they cannot, well, I'll be digging two more graves and filling them with lifeless bodies. It's not like I can't afford cremation, either. It's that they deserve to be plant food, to sustain another life form. It's how we give back at the end of our lives. We feed the life all around us. The bugs, the plants, the scavenger animals. The graves are shallow, but since I live in the city, there is almost no chance they will be disturbed. I believe the cats will be worm food, most of all. Is that so bad, though? Is it terrible to feed that which is already there? I don't think so. I think we call it the cycle of life. If they died in the wilderness, then the ravens would peck their eyeballs out and sup on those. Other scavengers would tear them apart to eat their meat. But no, my babies get to go in a hole, wholly intact, and get covered with dirt. They don't have to be picked apart by the scavengers, which would be the natural thing. If they were indoor-slash-outdoor cats, he would have left and never come home years ago, my poor baby. I kept him, in my narcissism. I kept him alive in pain. His eyes said he didn't want to go yet. His spirit bit me after he died. He bit me and gave me a talking to about how he likes it better without pain. I should have just put them all down together last year. I would have, but God stopped me. I think it was God, anyway. Something stopped me, sobbing and bawling. You don't understand what you're doing, it said to me. These are your babies. You know what I understand today? My littlest baby mopes all day, looking for her best buddy who used to keep her warm by snuggling with her 24-7. My other baby mules constantly at me and follows me around, bored without the big fur baby. I took the corpse to them, but only Bing seems to understand that Bill is gone forever. Yeah, yeah. Get over it, and yes, I named him after the Hocus Pocus cat, Thackeray Binks. Get over that, too. I love Hocus Pocus. I adore Bette Midler in particular but the whole cast is delightful. Thank you all for that stellar performance. Especially the faux kitty cat Binks, the book is amazing, too, and I've seen tutorials online how to make my own creepy flesh-bound book. That was pretty cool, but I'm creepy enough without all kinds of goth couture. I'm creepy because I can glean thoughts from people.
Many people, it has come to my attention recently, think I'm a mind reader. I'm not, actually. I cannot delve into your brain and understand what you are thinking. You can, however, feel an emotion and project thoughts at me with that emotion. In fact, you can project thoughts without emotions, too, but those don't get through nearly as often. Thus, every man who has wanted to sleep with me and has never known my name is a rapist. You will suffer in the afterlife if you do not stop raping women in your mind slash their mind. It doesn't just stay in your head, boys. I'm sorry. You're going to have to do better than pretend you aren't staring at tits and ass all day. You're going to have to start looking at people's faces and understanding that these ladies, and men, have thoughts and feelings. They don't want to spread their legs so you can feel immense pleasure and godhood in making them scream as you rape them. You should be figuring out how to hold their hand instead. Trust me, once you are nice to a lady for a while and just take that simple and single liberty, hand-holding, you'll get laid. Just let the lady do the smooth moving and things will be fine. That being said, if she's not in front of you and naked and consensual, she's not yours to fantasize about. In fact, let's just kill all fantasy and start enjoying reality. Got a wife or a husband? Look at them. Really really look at them. Is their hair nice and shiny and healthy? Are their eyes looking bright? Is their skin smooth and beautiful? Do they look happy? Are they happy? Now clear your mind. Dash it all out. Look inward. Are you happy? Go look in the mirror. Look at your hair, your eyes, your skin. Are they all vibrant? Are your teeth brushed and looking good? Do you feel good, inside and out? Now go look at your spouse one more time. Are you sure they're happy and healthy? Are you positive? Then ask them how they're doing right now and stare into their eyes until you get an answer that sounds like the truth. You might be surprised to know that someone has a headache or neck tension and could use a little rubbing down, if you know what I mean. Don't expect it to go to the bedroom, but understand if you are nice and give that neck rub, it just might. Once your brain is out of the gutter, examine your children for happiness and health. Are they smiling? Are their eyes all glitter and gold? Are they being vibrant? If so, that's great. You're doing a great job. You are providing for your family. But, even so, ask them how they are doing, and look them in the eyes until you know you've heard the truth. You just saved a child from committing suicide. Thank you.